so I I cocked up again this week, and I don't have my thing. Um, what thing? The thing where I where I like play it and it goes in em- sixty seconds. Yeah, oh. rated M for mature, like all that sort of stuff. And yeah. then and then well, we launch into it. I keep on forgetting to do this every single freaking week. Yes. That's all right. We got a joke at least. Do we? Yeah, I got yeah. one. Yes, I got one. This is sucked in, Dan. Yeah, wherever the hell you are right now, Vegas. He's in Vegas. Bloody Vegas. Why Again. would you want to be in Vegas, you banana? Oh, right. Um, go ahead, sticks. So, businessman driving down Rockaby Road. He's late for his meeting. He's just absolutely panicking. This is a big one because he's going to close out a deal. Anyway, he decides. I'm not a religious man, but I'm going to just test it. Dear God, please find me a car park in the next thirty seconds. If you do. I'll stop drinking vodka. I'll stop smoking cigarettes. I'll stop looking at other women while my wife is in the car. I just needed a car park right now. Anyway, drives down the next part. Car. He sees a car park. He's like, never mind, found one. <laughs> that took me a split second. <laughs> you can almost hear the click. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. I was thinking half those things when I was trying to find a car park today. (laughs) You get a ding. Uh, Maybe we'll do this. Welcome to episode 118 of The Game of Living the Dream. Thank you very much. Uh, Jeez. Hey, coming up, top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Halo. Big Halo announcements, guys. Very excited for that. Uh, Division 2 stuff. We've come across some interesting Division 2 community stuff mm. that we need to get people across as well. It's all very dancey-dancey. It's really good. Um, Google's gaming cloud platform interesting. is coming. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Google releasing, like, being able to live stream games. Are we that much closer to Netflix of gaming? Pretty much. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Um, we need to have a really big discussion about Anthem. Okay? <laughs> like a really deep and meaningful discussion about Anthem, which we will get to as well. And we're going to catch up with the guys behind a brand new energy drink that's entered the market for esports and gaming called Quantum Energy. Shall we? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Let's do it. All right, yeah. here we go. One, two, a one, two, three. Game on. Game on. It's game time. Excellent. Game on. Boy. Game on. Boy. It's game time. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was with my thing. Um, hey, welcome to the Game in Australia podcast. My name is Pete. My name is Sticks. My name's Chris O. And uh, for the next hour, you're going to hear us bang on about gaming because we bloody love gaming, lads. You know what else we love, Chris? Bloody gaming, I think. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Hey, uh, get along to GameOnOz.com. That's where all the good stuff is going on at the moment. Your reviews, your opinion pieces. We have two legends in the house right now <laughs> of the gaming creators community at Game on Australia. A couple of other things that are happening at the moment. We are Twitch partnered. In fact, we are on our channel, twitch.tv slash GameOnAUS broadcasting this recording live as we speak. So, yep, there we go. Twitchception. Yeah, Twitchception, oh. nice. Um, hello to Simi, Kaiser, LJ, who just subscribed. What a legend. Yotay. Well, he did it with Twitch Prime. I mean, know, is it really money it's out of his pocket? I don't it's know. A what, it's, it's a really? number. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. It's a number. Grow. It's a sub point. Yeah. We've got to start somewhere. Yeah. Prime wasn't built in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, LJ. 
Uh, and also Gam, who's watching at the moment as well. Hey, Gamma. Welcome along, Legends. It's good to have you along, and we will cross to you throughout the show. How many people we got watching at the moment? We've got 12. Ooh, that's, nice. I think that's Little a new dozen. high score. Season high. I think it's a new high score. Gamers dozen. Um, take that, Dan. Yeah, take that, Dan. <laughs> Suck in. You know, your mate, your Belv, yes. is our top cheerleader. He is. See him in a Champion. skirt. He's a good lot, though. Uh, all right, guys, let's get stuck into the top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Halo. Halo on PC. Oh. Now, you'll have to forgive me because I never played Halo. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Lynch, Lynch Mob. Yes. Well, hang on. You're a PS4 guy. When yeah. did you play Halo? But I went to the dark side for probably a good two years when Ooh. so so my background is has always been playstation mm. but there was a moment there when the playstation 2 was going through some really really bad um hardware issues yeah. yes and, and and there were pieces that were breaking internally and and long story short mm. mine had to be repaired multiple times and i just went no nah, i'm gonna get an xbox 360 because at the time where i was at uni all the guys that i was hanging out with were all mad into halo yeah so yeah i touched you know Dabbled on the dark side and, mm. and Halo. You know how everyone has that game that has made you a gamer? Yeah. You yeah. know, for you, for argument's sake, Legend. Uh, sorry, the Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah, of absolutely. Without a doubt, it was me. What was yours, Chris? Oh, just the old PC games like Indiana Jones, The Fate of Atlantis, and yeah, yeah. Monkey Island, those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, Halo. 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 Yeah, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Are you still rocking a PlayStation? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, mm. that's half the reason why I'm such a fan of. Destiny because of the bungee. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Okay, so this is pretty exciting information. It has come from pressstart.com.au. Um, <laughs> Halo Reach is coming to Halo, the Master Chief collection, and all games are coming to PC. All games are mm. coming to PC. Yep. So this is unusual, is it? Now, again, you'll have to forgive me because I'm naive to this because I have only just been in the PC platform for the past couple of years. Uh, never played Xbox, never had an Xbox. It's also always either Nintendo or PlayStation. So Halo, this is a first for Halo to be released on PC? They've got Halo Wars on PC, which is like a real-time strategy, but it doesn't really, you know, fit in with the whole, you know, series side of thing. Yeah. But um, to have this on PC, I think they're going to start with Halo Reach yep. and then Halo 1, 2, 3, 4. Um, the, the Master Collection I've got on Xbox One at the moment has most of the uh, content... With those games, yep. so Halo Three has Halo Three ODST, um, and it goes up to Halo Four. It hasn't got Halo Five, so I don't know if Halo Five is coming to PC as well. But it's um, good good news for gamers to have Absolutely. Master Collection on PC. At this point in time, it doesn't make any mention of Halo Five. So yeah. um, was Five in... released on the current generation? Yes, it's yeah. on Xbox One. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's pretty good. Uh, so it goes on to say the entire collection coming to PC, as you've mentioned, one by one. Each game will arrive separately on both Steam and the Windows Store. Yep. Chronological order. So as you mentioned, Halo Reach will come first, followed by Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST campaign, and Halo 4. Um, the multiplayer content, which includes Forge and Theatre, will be automatically included for everyone who owns Halo the Master Chief Collection, while Halo's Reach... Uh, Halo Reach's campaign and firefight experiences will be offered together as a premium digital add-on. Those that own the game on Game Pass will get Reach multiplayer and the campaign for free. Yeah, Game Pass is just amazing. It's brilliant. Mm. You get so much content straight up, day one. What's Game Pass cost you? Ten ninety-five. 
a month. So, a month. So you got to play uh, Xbox Live. I think they're. I don't know if they're mutually exclusive or not. But seventy nine bucks gets you Xbox Live Gold for a year. Yep. And then you've got the Game Pass for ten ninety five a month. And it just pays for itself yeah, in absolutely. that first month. There's like a hundred games on there. They're all classic. They're all good games. Um, I haven't found a dud yet. Mm. Um, yeah. New games coming to Xbox. Do you get those through Game Pass as well? Day one. Yep. So Crackdown 3, day one. Far Forza out. Horizon 4, day one. Yep. Slater Decay 2. Yep. It's That's just, a belter. It's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because mm. while you could make the argument that PlayStation's um, exclusives are probably a little bit better, mm. the system and, and what what they offer on Xbox is daylight or day, uh, light years ahead. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like that, that in, you know, being able to... In terms of value. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I mean, who are the other ones that do a, a pretty good job of that? I feel like uh, Origin does a pretty good job of that as well. Like yeah. if you're one of their premium look at their catalog, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, a Dark lot of Siders stuff. 3 just came out. That's in there. Yeah. Anthem's in there. Battlefield 5. And you get that just for being one of their premium subscribers. Yep. And all, again, day one content. And quite often, if you're one of their premium subscribers, it's not just day one content, but you have early access to the stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, whether or not that is a good thing. For some games, remains to be seen. Something we'll cover off very soon. Uh, the second bit of news that gamers need to hear this week. This is pretty interesting. The Division 2 is out in its various just forms. Came just came out. Literally, what, the last... Today's Wednesday, last the 13th of March. Hours, so I the think. last 24 yeah. hours. Yep. Yeah. Um, you haven't played it yet, Sticks? No, I'm probably going to hold off just for the time being. Yeah. Um, again, don't want to rush into something you know, too much and, and just wait for the content to dry up straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But what I've seen so far, I, I spent probably a good two, three hours last night just chilling, watching a bit of Twitch and watching Gathalion and Glad going through it and yeah. it looks mint. I did play the beta um, when it came out last, not the weekend, gone the weekend before. Yeah, I was a private one. That was good. And it was unreal. It was what, really, really good. Okay, when you say it was good, mm. why? Um, I felt like if you play The Division, you know... The, the way that they move, that your character moves, the combat itself is very smooth. Like gaining cover, moving to the next yep. point, seeing targets. Um, the enemy AI is not just sit there and take bullets. Like they'll flank you, they'll communicate with others. Um, and then the setting as well, because this one's now in Washington where the previous one was in New York. So the, the, the mission of the beta was you basically running up to the White House to save the day and establish your camp. And um, yeah, very, very smooth. Like it was one of the few betas I've played probably in the last two, three years where you could go, yeah, if this is what the offer is, then yeah. then I can quite easily few, see it. a few glitches in the beta, but playing release last night was just like even smoother than the beta. Mm. So good. playing playing the release last night, because this is often a gripe that this whole, this whole early access thing, right? You, you know, you get to have a crack at the game a couple of weeks before everybody else gets it, you know, and it's releasing its full version, which to me continuously blows my mind as something quite silly because we're, we're like, like seriously, how big a difference can two weeks make, you know, well, in terms of the, the, the yeah. execution process? Yes, you get a day one patch, but mm. I'm pretty well guessing oh. that that day one patch just, is ready to go two weeks ago when the beta. day one patch. Exactly. Well, it's funny you mention that. 90 gigabytes? 90 yeah, PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, and you yeah. Were, about three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. yeah. Um, what? 90 gigabytes for yeah, PlayStation, yeah, yeah. three and a half PC. gig for PC. Yeah, yeah but keep in yeah. mind a lot of that's already preloaded. Yeah, yeah, true. So you, you buy yeah. a physical copy, then whatever um, patch comes out between the day that that disc is printed and release will be added out. Well, yeah. if you're through um, Origin or something. Yeah, I got Origin. Yeah, so then, if it's going through Origin, yeah. then obviously it's consistently updating and making sure that that patch is ready to go as close to update. Yeah. So you might have found when it came out for launch, patch 0 0.01, 0 0.02, 0 0.03, whatever. 
is there ready to go for console, but yep. for, for PC, it might only be patch 0.10. Mm. Yeah. So. I mean, it preloaded the day before, for me anyway. It could have been earlier, and the day one patch was just, it, it rolled out that afternoon. Mm. So when I got home from work, it was done. It was ready. Mm. Is it the sort of game where you play the beta and you've played the full version, now you're getting stuck into it, and you kind of like, this This feels like what was promised to me? In this playing one, the beta? Yes. Like yeah. that, it met your expectations. It did. And coming from uh, Division 1, where um, it took a f- it took a lot of content patches to get to the, yeah. the good game. Yeah. This is a good game straight up. Yep. So it's got it's it, got it, the good it content. has the feel like Chris and I were just talking before we we started recording, but it almost has the feel of you know when Destiny Two came out mm. and it felt like it was a step back from where Destiny One had finished. Yes, it did. Yeah. But Division... it's funny how Destiny One, where it finished, was miles away from where it first started oh, as well. But you know? The, the beta had a feel like you were continuing on from the good parts that finished Division 1 going into Division 2. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, new setting. Yep. New, it's a slight tweak to the gameplay, which are improvements. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a good, good experience. So How would that be an experience for someone who's never played Division before? Would so, you just get into it and go, this is enjoyable? Yeah, I think so. Um, and it, it seemed like, from what, from what I gathered, the difficulty levels up the more people you have in your squad. Mm. So for argument's sake, if you're a single player and you want to run through it, then you'll find a single player difficulty. If you have two people in your group, then it'll get kick up to the next level three again and again. So I was watching, especially with Gathalian last night, you know, he's running with a group of two. Glad's running with a group of four. They're basically the same part. Yep. They come up against a yellow bar enemy and Glad's mob is just getting shredded. Yeah. Because they've got that extra difficulty. Um so, yeah, I think I think if you've never played it before, you could quite comfortably step in and enjoy it. Unreal. Mm. Guys, can I just say, um, new high score, 19. <laughs> 19, 19 viewers. What? Yes. So good. Uh, hello to Tank and Turtle and Agroots, who's just dropped in. Um, hello, Legends. So bloody good to have you along watching the stream. Um, so the whole reason why we're talking about this and why we've brought up the division, obviously it's out and it's great. I, too, am holding off. Mm. The reason why I'm holding off is because it's one of those grindy games where I don't know if I have the time to get stuck into it and get the most out of it. However, at the same time, I'm also holding off because I'm really frothing for Shadows Die Twice at the moment, Sekiro. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I've been been fanging for another, like, Bloodborne... Um, type game, you know yeah. what I mean? So, banging for another ninja style game since Tenchu. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, looking forward to that. But um, this is really cool. This is something that I really love that I feel like they've gotten right. This from Kotaku The Division 2 rewards players if they dance together or do other nice things. Love it. So, okay. have you come across this yet, Chris? Not yet. In no. the game? Now, one thing, one of my experiences is the sparsity of, of people. So, I. I started the game and I ran through uh, the first starting area up to the White House and beyond the White House. And th- in the first division, there was people sick in the street and wandering aimlessly. And there was groups of thugs. There's, there's still groups of thugs in this one, but it's, there's not as many uh, inactive, I guess, non-playing characters. Mm. So it does feel real sparse as if the wipeout has happened yeah, like right. really cool. early. And then I got to the first settlement and that's where I started seeing other players. But then we split off and do our own missions. So... I haven't found too many people yet, but as I said, I've only played a couple of hours. So Awesome. Okay. Well, these are commendations, right? So let me take you through these commendations. Um, the activities are listed in the game's commendations menu. These are activities that you that are designed to engage and encourage players in positive behavior in the multiplayer. 
right? They give players many feats to try to pull off. There is standard tasks like getting four different types of enemy kills for five commendation points or killing an elite enemy by destroying all its armor in a minute in a minute for 50 points. Have you got any of these commendations? Have you seen them I pop up? I'm sure they're ticking a coat, yep. ticking through. Um, I remember the first game, I didn't really know about them. And then I had a look at the menu and I had ticked off a lot of them as I went. So it's not completely obvious that I'm doing them, but it'll definitely be in the background and in menus. Right. Yep. Get your group together and get stuck into these ones. These ones are apparently the most compelling. The 25 commendations collected under the teamwork tab. Right. So they're designed to try and nudge people into being helpful and friendly in multiplayer. Yep. Right, um, a teamwork commendation titled "Life Saving Distinction" rewards players who respond to a group's call for backup in a main mission, revive an agent in the group, and complete an objective with the group without using any healing skills or med packs. That get players fifty points. This is the good stuff, though. The Peacock Award <laughs> <laughs> requires players to dance in one of the game's public areas and have another player do the same. The Synchronization Award goes to a group of four players who manage to perform the same emote at the same time <laughs> like this is Brilliant. i i love this yeah. i think it's really good because it adds a it adds a bit of flair to the game a little bit of creativity and you know it at the end of the day it harkens back to that thing that um as serious as the gameplay is it's still a game yeah, definitely you know so have a bit of fun with it it's just exactly. the new dlc for dance dance revolution <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really like it i think it's fantastic dance dance the division revolution um so that's really good division 2 is out now so that's like full versions out now that's it yep. like we're and we are on our way yep what's it costing i saw i saw um jb's got it for 68 69 bucks but that's just a standard um yep. but i think there's maybe 3 if not four different versions of it. Yeah, yeah, Obviously right. Obviously, scales up to the the ultimate one that had the statue. Yeah, two of them had the statue. I think one sold out yep. through the Ubi store. Um, and then you've got the gold edition and then standard, I believe. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. Awesome. All right, things to look forward to. Um, final thing that gamers need to hear this week, number three, is that apparently, and this is from our mate Alex Walker at Kotaku, Google's going to unveil their gaming cloud platform next week. Gaming cloud platform. So I'm figuring this is Netflix for gaming. Yeah. It's got to be It's the close. next evolution in live service gaming. Right. Yep. Um, late last year, Americans and those lucky enough with VPNs were able to test something rather neat. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, completely playable through a Chrome window. It was the first public outing of Google's foray into cloud gaming. We've been waiting for some time to see what the rest of that project looks like, and Google has kindly provided a few hints with a new trailer. Google will hold a live stream for those of us here in the West at 1am Wednesday, March 20. So that's next Wednesday. Uh, for those of you watching in the Eastern States, now this is AEDT. So this is Daylight Savings Time. 4am, uh, 3 o'clock if you're in Queensland, 330 if you're in Canberra and 6am if you're in New Zealand. It's expected that we'll hear more about Google's cloud technology is slated work as well as what titles will be coming to the service. A teaser video released earlier this morning gave an indication of what to expect. There's a shot of what looks like a tunnel leading outwards with some kind of a pitch, a car garage, a shot of the rear of a plane and what looks like the gates opening to a Colosseum. Do any of those sort of, I mean, those, those particular sorts of, um, places a pitch what's that is that fifa or is it pro evo soccer like i'm thinking if we're talking a pitch one of those well, two you'd think it's anything that isn't a first party 
uh, standalone exclusive. Mm. FIFA's on everything. Yeah. Croavers. It could be. It could be anything. Could be any of them. I, I think at the end of the day, it'll be whatever publishers have signed up with Google to to go into this partnership. Yeah. Because if they're if they're having a chance to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, then you would assume yeah. everything from Ubisoft is ready to go, or or potentially there. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is that one that has that really interesting white shaped controller that we popped yes. up on, on, the, like, yeah. on the Facebook page. The other so day, that's an artist rendition, right? Mm. So that we, we popped that up on the, the, the Facebook page for game on Oz. Um, it's an artist rendition. Somebody slapped all the colors on and yeah. everything like that, but it's come from the core artwork and mm. graphic design that are, is, is actually in the, the patents that Google has taken out. So the streaming service admittedly will have a Google controller with it. Um, it's copped a lot of hate. That's no, the community that's, for you in a uh, nutshell. Yeah, but it's not. It looks. I, I don't mind it. It's, it's not the prettiest controller when you compare it to what is out there. Okay. In the but, fact that if it, it, it looks clunky to a degree to hold it, but I think it looks very sleek in the design. Yeah, it is color. very sleek. It's yeah. very Google. Yeah, it is very, incredibly it's Google. It's very Google. Just it, clean white lines. It's like it's like think of think of every every controller that you've had out there is like an iPhone or an Android, and then the Pixel came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. You know, you're always going to have that. Uh, iPhones are better. Uh, Androids are better. It's the sort of like for the for those of you who are watching who haven't seen it, it's the sort of thing where um, you imagine it's the sort of thing where they would use it in a clinical lab. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's it what look it looks like. like. You'd be afraid to get a dirty. Kind exactly. Of yeah. yeah. You gotta wear gloves. Yeah. To hold the white <laughs> controller. No Doritos while oh. you're playing. Oh, that's a general rule, anyway, isn't it? It is actually. Yeah. yeah. Um. God bless Xbox for releasing the greaseproof controller. How yeah. what a bloody great idea. Yeah. Um. I don't know that I would go to the Unless there is some sort of, and Google's not known for this, but unless there is some sort of exclusivity over having to use their controller, which God knows there's not going to be. Um, I mean, I'd be picking the Xbox controller to use on my PC yeah. any day of the week. Well, anyway. just, I yeah. use a Nikon Pro Revolution, which is modeled on the Xbox yeah. for my PlayStation. Yeah. It's just Because it's, be- it's the best controller out there. Yeah. You just put your hand on it yeah. and your thumb just... Ev- just goes to yep. where the thumbsticks are. Yep. Yeah. PlayStation is okay, but it's just that Xbox it just feels, a little bit. It still feels alien, even after all these years of having, having analog sticks to have them in both of the middle when you have that left thumb yeah. up above and the right one. Yeah. Just yeah. the Xbox one is just so much better. Absolutely. Um, this is probably the best of the gamer tags that I've seen yet. Who we got? Uh, Glenn, get off the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Or dog. <laughs> I don't know. give your boy a bone. Yeah, nice. Glenn. Hey, Con Louis. Hey, buddy. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. It's so deep, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have some other stuff in here. I've got the family feud theme. But I think this is the US version. I can't say I've ever heard this. It's definitely the US version. But this is like we're talking like 60s and 70s, I think. Um, It's a pre Steve Harvey. Yeah, I know you'll appreciate this one, Chris. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stand to attention. I need a moment. Now I want to watch it. All, what is it? Nine now? Nine of them. We were talking about desk pops the other day. (laughs) (laughs) You got a desk pop. Actually, what did I see? I saw that pop up in Netflix. It was one of the things that it was like, you should watch this. I'm like, oh, don't worry. I will get there. The other guys. That's it. Um, Guys, that'll do it for top three things that gamers need to hear this week. Let's move into this little number. Anthem. (laughs) 
Can we talk about Anthem? This was one of the big reasons we were going to really get stuck into this podcast. One of the reasons why I'm so glad that Dan's actually pissed off to Vegas. <laughs> um, and it's so good to have you guys here. So, look, we're going to get into a bit of Anthem chat right now because there's, there's so much to discuss. Um, there's so much to get into about this game. And it, yet again, has divided the community mm-hmm. like crazy. There is, there's no Switzerland in this. Absolutely not. There's nothing at all. Like no, that. you are the allies or you are the Nazis. It's like, it's one of the two. And this time around, apparently, you're a Nazi if you like the game. Yeah. Like it's, it's that sort of thing. You are as bad as Hitler. Um, How dare you enjoy something? Exactly. It's not, it's not right. Bad It's you. not right. It's terrible. So, look, um, let's just quickly, well, how we'll do this is we'll sort of go round robin around the table with just a real quick... Do we want to do the good, the bad, the ugly? Oh, I like that. I like the good, the bad, the ugly. That way we can that way we can say everything we like about it, everything that we didn't and yeah, what, good point. what's the next part of, of the ugly is Yeah. You know, community. Yeah. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um the good for me, I love the customization. I'm a big fan of the customization. It is very good. It is so cool. Mm. The colours are wicked. Um, I like the different, you know, metallics that you can choose, all that sort of stuff. Um the bad? No, let's start with the good. What? Okay. Is there any more good? Let's, let's just get all the good out. That's, yeah, let's round table the good. That, hey, Herald of Galactus. Hello. Good to see that's going on. Um, so, okay. The good? Are we going to keep going on the good? Yeah, might as yeah. well. All right. Okay. We'll stick with the good for the time being. I really like the customization of the of the javelins. Yep. All right. Um, one of the other things that I actually really did enjoy is I think it did an amazing job of flight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very much so. I mean, holy yep. shit. You know, like for the first time, and this is one of the things that I actually give it a big tick in terms of managing expectations, is that when we first saw bits and pieces of Anthem, one of the things that we were shown was the flight of was the it, Javelin. It was the first thing in the A3 gameplay teaser. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So it was the sort of thing where you're kind of going, fuck. And how often did you hear people going, it looks like Iron Man. Iron like Man. It's, yeah. it's wicked. Yep. Right? And more often than not, you feel like it might fall short, right? Didn't fall short. Mm. Thought it was really good. Yeah, that's I'm so. I'm going to stop it at good for me. That stuff, right, Chris? A? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with the flight stuff. It's probably the best transportation system in a game I've played so far in that kind of a looter shooter. Yep. Um, I, I I engage with the story. Um, I spend a lot of time listening to all the characters going through the, not only the story missions but also the side the side quest as well. Yeah. And after every mission, I'd go, I'd go and talk to any of the NPCs that had their little icon on the map, and that gave me a really good insight into General Tarsus mm. and the history behind the game. Uh, guys, sorry, um, we've just hit a new high score. What is it? What's the number? Twenty-one. 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 I'll take it. <laughs> sorry, keep going. Um, and yeah, customization definitely. Um, I like the fact that. You have you have all, once or once you get through the levels, you have access to all four javelins. You're not locked into one, and then make a new character yeah. like other games where you choose something else. You've got access to all four. Yep. Um, and there was one other good thing. I actually don't mind the balance between doing a story mission and go. Okay, I've had enough of the story for now. Now let's go play free play. A little bit like Destiny, where yep. you can just roam around. Yep. So I like those things as well. I sticks. Off the bat, graphically, thought it was just gorgeous. Mm. Um, the sandbox itself, you know, having weather changing, um, being able to actually go underwater. That's so cool. you've got that, yeah. that, that movement as well. That is very cool. And underwater yeah. looks very cool. Hello, Hassa. Yeah. Good to see you um, here. 
really liked the the wildlife, if you will, of you know not necessarily enemies, but but the animals that were in the in the world. Yep. Um, and you know, pretty much like you were saying, I really liked the fact that if you wanted to start off in a storm. Um, which was what I did. I, I thought Same. the storm looked really, I really did cool. that by accident. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I really wanted the Ranger. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really wanted the Ranger. So I accidentally picked the storm and then I was like, fuck, Could now I have to levels. grind it. Was it, was it, what level was it that you... Uh, three, I think. Three. Three. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And go then, on. But, you know, the ability to, to jump in and go, right, I'm going to go for the Colossus now and mm. have a bit of fun with the Thick Boy and, you know, yep. just, just really tear it up. But then if you wanted to go back and, you know, use the previous ones that you had. You didn't have to change your, like you were saying, change your character and go back and fix this and do that. Just change it straight away in, in Fort Tarsus and, yep. and, and go from there. Um, and I thought the sound was really on point too. Like, you know, the, the effects of flying, um, the, the sound of the guns. Yep. Very, yeah. very cool. The sound of the effects, especially when you're using your, your super or your ultimates or yep. things like that. Very cool. Yeah. Amazing. Um, anything else for the good? I mean, you've played, you've played, you've played, the hype was, the hype was good. <laughs> the hype was good. You've played right through to end game. Oh yeah. Sticks has yep. as well. Yep. Right. You've played, have you? Yeah. You smashed it. Actually, you know, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it actually doesn't surprise me. That you've played right through to the end game. It's a looter shooter. Exactly. I, yeah. Right. There wasn't um, much going on in Destiny that week. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming to the end of the season. Yeah, That's exactly what it was. Um, the bad. Now, guys, I haven't played as much of the game as you have. Mm. I sure as shit have not played enough to be able to comment on what I feel is bad because I only got a taste of it. And I'm talking maybe four or five hours at most. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I will defer to you guys in regards to the bad. We'll start with you, Sticks. Um, death by loading screen. Mm. Oh, is that bad or is it ugly? See, I was actually holding that off for ugly. Well, well, I mean, I put it as bad because I felt like it killed momentum of the game. Yep. Like, you know, you go, you go off and, and you've done a, a, a mission You've, you've been from point A to point B, and then it goes, right, head back home. Loading screen. Yeah. Okay, no worries at all. Oh, hang on. I'm out with my, my, my team, and they've actually activated the mission, but I'm nowhere near them. Yeah, the tablet. Loading screen. Yep. You know, it just, it just killed a lot of momentum um, for me in the game. Whether or not that was a bit of a sour taste left in my mouth from the, the beta and the demo where I, I copped that infinite loading screen. Yeah. Poor bastard. Oh. I copped that one too. Like, I think that was actually the first. It wasn't even the. It was you and I that were playing. Yeah. And it wasn't even. It wasn't even pre, full release. It yeah. was full release, and I copped that. Yeah, in those first three days, did you get some of that as well? Uh no, no. I had it once. Yep. And um and once it was done, it was sorted. Uh, Garbs, he's been. I can tell you now. Um, and hello, Garbs. Um, he's been banned. I've banned him. There's a guy in the stream doing like calling dick shots and shit. He's a, <laughs> you're S-O-B. a dickhead, mate. S-O-B. You're a dickhead, and I'm not afraid to tell you that. He's been banned. Um, sorry, go on. Um, yeah, so my, like I was saying, the loading screen was a big thing for me. Um, I felt like there wasn't any noticeable change from the beta and the demo. Mm. Like, you know, traditionally when you get those, they're kind of for, for pressure testing or... You know, if there's something straight away that is noticeable that they fix right there and then, um, to me, it almost felt like the beta and the demos were just basically just trying to build that hype even more, just tease you a little bit into, to want to be able to actually get the game and, and start playing it straight away. Yeah. Where any bugs that we encountered, we were still encountering in the main game. Um, so that was kind of, 
one of the bad ones for me too. Just on that, like just like in terms of the bad, right? And I think this fits under it as well. I didn't notice any different between any difference between what I experienced pre full game release and post full game release. Mm. Yeah, I, I, the only difference I had is graphically and performance wise. I've got a pretty low, not a lo, not a super low end PC, but like a mid mid old. It's basically twenty thirteen specs, yeah. so quite old now. And uh, in the, the the first beta and the second beta, I did notice a difference, but I had to run everything on low. Yeah, and the game still looks beautiful on low. Uh, when I first got the game on the live version. I was in high and there was a f- there was times where I had to drop it to medium and, and in he- real heavy scenes. Did you notice like a massive difference? Not a massive difference, but I like a game to run smooth. Oh, so when, you, yeah. when you're trying to aim and shoot the headshots and those specific points on their body, you need a bit, bit of smooth there. Mm. Um, whereas the first time I played it, especially when I threw an ultimate with the Ranger, all those missiles just flying off at all those targets just chugged everything. So I, I dropped it down to low. frame rate drop down to? Yeah. Oh, probably 10. Oof. Um, shit. So hitting, yeah. dropping yeah. down, to, dropping it to low. I was on. It's like, like you're like literally on console. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're literally like seeing the screen fire off the rockets, and then the next Have shot drink. is yeah. and then and everything's is... done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, but I tell you what yeah. though, like on because I've I played that on ultra, and um, when you can play it on ultra, Christ, it looks good. Oh. Holy I shit, wish. it looks good. Like it's yeah. it's a uh, I, w- I probably should have put this in the good. As far as the game's general design and execution from a, a, an aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing point of view, that's definitely in the good. Because yeah. yeah. it's a beautiful looking game and the environment is absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Um, let's go to... Do you want to do some more bad? Have you got any more bad? Oh, you go. I thought it wasn't really... I'm used to looter shooters like such as things like, well, not necessarily the shooter, but Diablo 3. Yeah. You know, that is obviously very repetitive, but the the grind to get things is the reward. I felt with Destiny, obviously still has its repetition in times, but you can break off and do other things if you want. Because mm. this was just purely a PvE game, the the, the loop, I don't know if you ever, have you ever heard of the, the 30 second loop when it comes to gaming? No. So back in the Halo days, um, it was kind of worked out when Bungie were creating Halo that all you needed was a 30-second loop of gameplay that fit within a three-minute structure that would fit within a 30-minute within with three hours. But basically, if you could hook people for that 30 seconds, um, then you would have them for the entire game. You know, so for argument's sake, there was an article I read. It was like, Halo does it well because you shoot, the ne- uh, shoot something, go to the next thing, shoot it again. Mm. Um, Mario did it well because you platform, you run, you hit something, you get your mushroom, you keep going, you want to get to the end of the level. And then as a kind of like a joke, they said, God of War, you boy the boy. And then go from there. Um, but it's... I, boy the boy. Boy. Hey, boy. boy. Um, so I found kind of the repetitiveness of um, stand on this point, you know, capture the point, end of mission. Or alternatively, go farm this material, bring it back, end of mission. Like there wasn't much outside of those, well, essentially two, even though it was three, styles of... I've heard a lot of negativity about the, the particular style of the grind. Mm. You know, like one of the grinds that I really enjoy about Destiny, although, and this is this is the first Destiny game, right? And the second one did a good job of it as well. But one of the things that I genuinely enjoyed about the grind from Destiny is that um, it didn't feel like it was, it, like, it, in those raids, right, there was some real strategy to defeating the bosses. Mm. And, it, and it, I think that's, for me, is where I feel like, uh, Anthem has let us down a bit in terms of the grind. 
right? They could be because it's I don't know. It's just it's bullet sponges. Yeah, someone oh, who's that? Can't read the blue writing. Sorry, but they've just said what kind of missions would I prefer? So I think it's more not necessarily capture point or bring point back here. It's that additional stuff to go with it, like uh, evolve the story in the fact that if you have to go there, you've got to kill something that relates back to the story. You know, if you've got to find um, uh, what's it called, a t- uh, Titan. Anyway, javelin. That, jav- uh, no, 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 no. The um, what are they called? I've gone blank. You know, the big, uh... the big, the Titans or the Cenotaph at the end. No, the Titans. Yep. Yeah, it was the Titans. Um, that that kind of relates back to the story where, you know, if you if you think about most looters or most looter shooters, they have multiple sorts of styles of mission that you can kind of evolve in. Like it's mm. not necessarily go point A, point B. Yeah. It's, go via this to do this to do this to shoot this to come here if it is a collect thing collect it no worries it's just that kind of it, it felt like it was the bare minimum mm. if you will of, of but i suppose I, I i wonder if that has something to do with the fact that you can fly now go with me yeah. on this one right because you think about something like destiny and the characters in destiny can only jump so far yep. Yep. right so there's a lot of there's a lot of real strategy in what you have to do especially in those raid bosses because they can develop systems where you have to strategically be able to um, jump from one platform to the next and hit that mark and get yep. that right. Yep. And, you know, it, like it takes practice to get that it's done. It's stressful too. It's stressful, yeah. right? Whereas they can't, I guess they can't do that with the the character design of Anthem because you can fly. It's freedom, yeah. yeah. Like what, so you, you do, you have freedom. Yeah. You are a god. Mm. Like what, you know, really, I mean, other than jump in a circle and just make sure you kill wave after wave after wave of enemies. I don't know. I don't really know what else you could possibly do, Mm. you know, other than maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I've missed out on something here, because this may be a part of the game that I just don't know about, but you know, it's, it's exploration based where you go and you have to decipher ciphers in a cave and figure out, you know, where you have to go next. And that's where the strategy comes into Mm. it or whatnot. For me, the few missions that I played, Felt like it was kill this bunch here, go to the next spot, kill that bunch there, go to the next spot, kill that bunch there, go to the next spot, kill that bunch there. Am I on the mark or is it, was there more to that through what you guys played? Uh, I mean, the, the, the cipher in my ear was telling me basically to, and, and your group as well. So if your group was less lag, you know, I've got a bit of frame rate lag, but also general lag, um, the group would go forward and, and the, that's where your problem with the tether came in, where your group would go ahead and, you would almost be pulled yep. into the next screen, and you'd oh, miss. And then miss you'd all have you'd have a loading screen that you'd have to go through. Yeah. The one of the things that I that killed me, right, was if they got too far ahead while I was busy looking around, yeah. and I started seeing the countdown. Yeah. I shit myself. Yep. But but it wasn't only that. They put the countdown right over the meter for where yeah. your fuel was for your javelin. I know. So you're trying to fly through air to catch up to them. All of a sudden, you're out of gas and you just yep. smash down in the yeah. ground. See, that's just that's just. That's just poor over, like poor overlooking, yeah. you know. Um, the ugly guys. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah, I reckon they could have done a lot more with uh, the interaction between the story and the gameplay. Mm. And there's, I, I think there's a couple of things. So they added the launch pad like a week or so, or a couple of days or a week after the release, where you could go into a loading screen yep. to a room where you'd see players, yep. and up to 20, I think. I would have loved to see 20 players in Tarsus. Yeah. Just running around that like way. Like Tower and Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, it exactly. Felt, it, Tarsus felt very empty to me. Tell, uh, Tarsus felt like a ghost town. Yeah. Like there was no sound whatsoever that you would think this vibrant town or, or city yeah. 
like you were walking down the to get from one NPC to the next. Especially given that the was... opening cinematics to the game as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like in the war cinematics yeah. that you watched, that part of the story made it feel like the town was full. Yes. Yep. And then, yeah, you'd, you'd get and in there and you're it's... The only you're the only uh, freelancer in, in the whole area. Yeah. And very lin- like linear in terms of where you can go. Mm. Like it's virtually yeah. a dog leg. Yep. You know, it's a dog leg. You start here, you pass by a couple of tables, you go up a spire, out the doors, there's your javelin, yep. you know, and that's it. So, I mean, I don't know if it's ugly, but I think it's underdone. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, um, go on. For me, the ugly part was it, and and I I wrote an article you can find on on the website just kind of around how games as a service is evolving, and and when one of the big things I found or I felt that Anthem had done is that correct me if I'm wrong, but this game's been in development for nearly five years, like yeah, well, 20, 2014, This was kind of teased and teased, shown, yeah. 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 So five years it's been in there and then it had that feel that Bioware's just put their absolute heart and soul into making this game. This is what they want to make. And then EA came aboard um, and went, right, how can we monetize this? Mm. How do we actually make money out of this games as a service thing? Mm-hmm. And it felt like you had this, this model and they've come in and gone, what is the absolute bare bones that we can put out there um, that people will buy the content, but also have just enough sort of um, uh, nourishment, if you will, to continue to buy the season pass, the next DLC, because it, it yeah, it felt it, it didn't feel unfinished. It just felt like there was a lot, like had been missed for whatever future DLC is. And you see what happened when the what was it three days ago the roadmap came out, yeah, and yeah. that roadmap is packed. Like there's that's of, huge. Like it, 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 you, you have a look at that. There's, oh, I'm going to bring up the roadmap. Yeah, the, yeah. The, there's a lot there. Um, there's a lot more free play events. Yeah. There's um, strongholds. There's more there. strongholds, but then it's got the also whatever maelstrom. The, yeah, maelstrom, like the raid. Yeah, well, the equivalent of a raid, yeah. but that's First not coming until yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, everything April. coming in Act One. Yeah. yeah, but there's three acts for it. So you've got everything that's going to be released with Act One, and you've still got two more to come, but. For me, that act one almost feels like that should have been core game. Um, so I, I kind of, I kind of got a little bit put offside with that because it was like, yeah, cool, right? I'm actually enjoying the first, you know, couple of days of playthrough, but then I just hit this wall with the end game where there was just, you know, not necessarily grind for grind's sake, but it, the model was effectively get guns, shoot stuff, get better guns, shoot stuff, get better guns, get shoot stuff. Could mm. you say the same about Destiny One? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. When that first came out. Yep. You know, it was wonderful and, and new. Got to the level 20, I think it was, yep. at the time. And then that was it. Yeah, but the, the thing about that, had, you had PvP. Yeah, you true. had strikes. You had, you had something. Yeah, you had something you had else more to kind of, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If you had like a, so, not necessarily a battle royal, but like a um, PvP element to, to this, yep. then hey, happy days. Cool. Hold that thought for a sec. I've just put up the, I've just put up Act 1 on the stream right now. So launching the... The it says the twenty second is the twenty second of the second. That can't be right. Um, update evolving world stronger together. Update three the cataclysm. New events, quality of life, new rewards, expanded progression system, new stronghold, guilds and leaderboards, new mission, and the cataclysm. So that's all of Act One, which is Echoes of Reality. Plus, a starting ton of March twenty nine. Yeah, right? there's, a, there's a better map than that as well. It really digs yeah. into you're going to have this many free play events and 
Like they looked like there was probably more than a dozen free play events in there. Definitely. Like easily. Yep. If someone's watching can link that map, that'd be yep. wicked. Um, yeah. So there's there's content coming, mm. but consider because we're in this in we're in a, a a system at the moment or a series at the moment, or even just the life cycle of gaming where yes, there's content coming, but how many people out there who were playing this game and have now moved on to the division? Which is yep. slicker, cleaner, better, well, not all that sort of division, stuff. But I've gone back to what I was playing. Right. Yeah. How many of you? How many? How many of you are going to come back? I will struggle to come back to it. And that that was. But mind you, but I kind of, not necessarily gave up on it. I stopped playing before the latest patch came out, and the play and the patch that came out had a shit ton of fixes. Yeah. Like, is it all free lot, DLC? There hasn't been a DLC no. yet, so it's no. all free patches. All free patches. Yeah, yep. Where did I hear? Was it? Was it? Anthem that dropped before release dropped the information that it's going to do away with paid DLC. Yeah, yeah. it was Anthem. Wasn't it was. It? Yeah, and they were talking so. that they were going to make only money out of microtransactions and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. thankfully, I haven't seen loot boxes yet. No, there is. Well, there is that kind of um, you can loot box. You can buy the craft units and you can yeah. buy the stuff like that to make the mask. Kind of like stuff. the crafting units in Battlefront. Yeah, they just don't have loot boxes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Like you still got, you can get material, but you still got to work to make that material into something. It's not like yeah, you just go, "Hey, cool, I've got this, I can get this." Yep. And I wonder who's. I wonder. I mean, are you guys, as consistent players of the game, thinking to yourself, "That's a that's a nice little crafting system," or are you thinking to yourself, "We've seen this before," yeah. whereas somebody there, you know, is thinking, "Okay, how are we going to get them something that appears to be something that they can work for?" And maybe this sort of stuff isn't in anymore. Crafting, crafting materials in a game like this, to me, like I, if you're going to use the word craft, you know, like I want to see a crafting system like, like what Diablo three had, Diablo three, yeah. yeah. World of Warcraft, um, uh, Elder Scrolls, yeah. like that, like that's the sort of crafting system that I want to see. If mm. you're going to go full into a crafting system, don't give us a few sort of bits and pieces and mm. say just smack them all together and yep. as long as you get this number you will get this weapon. Yeah. And that starts pulling it more into an RPG yes. element of the game which you've got the looter shooter part of it, but you can also pull away and just craft for a little while. Mm. You know, build, look at your build and craft something you're deficient in and then go back out and fight using a better gear. Mm. Do you think they're trying to be too much? This is a conversation that I had with Dan ages ago, like a few weeks ago about looter shooters and where they sort of sit and everything. Because it kind of feels like to me that looter shooters are trying to be RPGs, but they they don't have the depth no. to be an RPG. Mm. No. You know? No. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Anth yeah, Anthem's got a bit more story to it, so you can pull yourself out of the action a little bit in that respect, but it has the end point. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's weird because, like, you know, you, you think how the, the looter shooter world has always gone. There has been that element of, of the RPG, but it's never been a flat-out, like it's just kind of dipped the toe into the into the water of, of what it could be with stat rolls or, or mm. items that can, um, you know, maybe break the game to a degree. Mm. But, yeah, they've always had to have that balancing issue because the looter shooters had the PvP element too. Yeah, yeah. So you can't have all this great stuff that you've picked up in a PvE environment, take it into PvP and wreck people with it because the, yeah. un the balancing is just completely unfair. Um, I think, like, in the lead-up to this game, there was... We were, we were hyped up on, on a certain gameplay oh, video. One of the guys that I played Destiny with for years, like he was talking about this from, he's been talking about Anthem since 2017. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, hey, we've got another year to Anthem's coming out, so the next thing. 
and then you know three months till anthem comes out well anthem's like yeah but anyway this and one of the comments that we saw in those was when you see the loot drop and you pick it up straight away it rolls yeah the item for you yeah so you could at that point decide to swap that weapon out or or trash it or if you wanted to swap it out load screen yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah now yeah. you've got to you've got to go back. Yeah, even even the way that you get into the forge feels disjointed. Yeah, you know, like I if I'm the way that games are now, and the the amount of you know tech that they can throw into them, and the the amount of money they throw into them, and and software development, all that sort of stuff, the level that studios are at now, particularly AAA studios like your BioWare's and publishers like EA, yeah, like I would expect to, if I am in uh, Tarsus then I am not copying any load screen or any lag mm. like from crossing from one point to the next point inside Tarsus. Yep. You know, Destiny does Especially, it seamlessly. Well, not necessarily seamlessly, but Tarsus, if you're the only person in there, you shouldn't have to have a lag, uh, sorry, a loading screen or a lag screen if you're the only person in the instance. Yeah. Like with yeah. Destiny, if you've got another 25 people in the tower, yeah, I get that because some PCs are running quicker than other or, you know, internet connection might be better than others. So if you go from, because you haven't played for a while have you it's been a little while yeah so there's yeah. now two different types you can get into with the tower but that being said there's a specific point in the tower where you cross over and it will occasionally get the small loading screen but not to the point where you're like yeah. shit come on hurry up yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like killing momentum of where you were going because i think i mean if the if the whole central game is built around the fact that there's javelin mm. that should be one of the smoothest things to use Definitely. in the game especially yeah. when it comes to something they're building into it like customization you're going to the forge and um hitting X or whatever it is or, or F or E on that little platform, right, to try and just get into your customization menu for the javelin or to launch out into the wilderness. Mm. It, like you're you're waiting and it just, it feels ridiculous, mm. yeah. you know? Um, the other ugly point I have here is it grinded my gears to the point that I nearly just abandoned the game right there and then when um, streamer Glad, I don't know if you've ever seen Glad, but he's been a, he's been huge in the Destiny community. He's playing a, heap of division but he got banned by ea for breaching the, the terms of service mm. um the breach of the terms of service wasn't that he had cheated to a degree but it was because he had exploited uh, a storm ability in the early sort of release points which was uh, giving him more loot mm. um and yeah he got perma banned until he went on um twitter and youtube and kind of went work. hey what the hell guys like this is a pve game yeah but it's also a game that you have created where these bugs and these um, uh, incomplete they exist. parts of it exist because you haven't fixed it. Why am I getting punished for your stuff up? Yeah. A bit like the loot caves in Destiny. Yeah. 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 I mean, that got turned into a meme. <laughs> like, Bungie just went, yeah, okay, cool. And they no treated worries. it right. They yeah. went, yep, you found it. Yep. We cooked it. Yep. That's fine. We Let's have some it. fun with it. Yeah. Yep. But you don't, you do not go punishing your community Especially for something that's your fault. Especially a guy who consistently gets anywhere between... 10 and 15,000 viewers. Yeah. Because they probably got... sent him the game. Well, you never know. Mm. But, you know, and then you also had the Australian guy who was with the EA Game Changers mm. who got, well, I mean, he's claiming he's been blacklisted, but. I saw that. Yeah, because yeah. he had a quite negative review of the game. But EA came out and said, no, no, it's because you've used your, a watermark here that you shouldn't have. But anyway, like, it's like it's yeah, just, it's it just seems excuse. like they've just gone into this incredible little... sort of um, PR nightmare spin of trying to fix it straight away but like i think it's just yeah I, I get there's terms and services of how you play a game but if i'm paying a 100 bucks or whatever it is for a game and there's something that's broken in it 
but it makes the game fun, mm. then what the hell? Why why would you get banned over something like that? Yeah, like, I know. Um, Especially when it should be an opportunity to have a bit of fun. And and he summed it up perfectly at the end of the video. It's a PVE game. It, yeah. It's not affecting, it wouldn't affect you, exactly. it wouldn't affect you, it wouldn't affect me. It doesn't affect, you know, it doesn't affect anyone else. Because yeah. I tell you what, if I had him in my team and he helped me kill something quicker, I'd be like, bloody beautiful. You know, like if that helps me get to my loot quicker, yeah. unreal, go nuts. Um, guys, I I really wanted to get stuck into this discussion about uh, casual gamers versus power gamers. Mm-hmm. It's something we're going to have to hold off on yep. and have it at another yep. time yep. because we've got to get to our interview uh, tonight with the guys at Quantum Energy Drink. Um, but yeah, I, it just well summed up right across the board. There's, there's just, this is why I wanted to talk about it tonight because there are so many things that I don't think we're out of the woods yet with it. Yeah. And I think there's plenty of time for them to fix it, but it's a matter of a have they, have they, yeah, have they burned the community trying. already? You know? And just, just one more thing while we're at it. I think as well, people who disagree with, with how other people have reviewed the game just need to go kick rocks. Like, for argument's sake, like, we obviously have a little bit of a differing opinion, but I'm never going to turn around and go, uh, your review was crap. Because Chris has very much enjoyed the game. You've put a lot of hours into it as well. Um, and, you know, if you want to give it 8 out of 10, then yep. bloody more power to you, I say. You gave it 8 out of 10? Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, you know, just because you see, because Metacritic is just, you know, it's yeah. the be-all and end-all right now in, in, in reviews. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just go, oh, Metacritic gives it a 6 out of 10. It must be a crap game. Yeah. No, get in and try yeah, yourself. Try it. Have it's a shot. shot. Have yep. a shot. Have a go. Yeah. Um, this is what we preface this before we move on to the, the energy drink, guys. We preface this um, when we actually released. And I'm pretty – I just want to shout out the community because the Game on Oz community is actually, I think, done themselves a real service. I'm really proud of them. Yep. You know, the way that they've reacted to – the review that you wrote, historian, and spent 30 hours in the game putting together. Um, but this is what we prefaced it with. You know, he said, regarding the reviewer's thoughts and given the nature of how Anthem's been received, we would like to take an opportunity to prefe- preface this release with the following. Disagreement is fine and discussion is welcome, but please treat this review with the respect deserving of someone who spent 30 hours carefully crafting their thoughts on this game. One of our community's values is about bringing back the art of discussion, and we hope to see that today. It takes all of us to build a respected gaming community and we're drawing a line in the sand on behalf of our team and our community who we know respect the art of discussion and the value it brings to gamers everywhere. So with this in mind, please enjoy the review and we really do invite you to have the right kind of discussion. And to their credit, you know, there's a heap of comments here and they're all well-discussed, well-thought-out points. No one having a crack, which was really lovely to see. I think there was one there where someone said 8 out of 10 with laughing faces. Yeah, well, but, they, got, you know. they got banned. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. Oh, um, you. Okay, so let's put in the phone call, guys. We're going to have to tell them that they're live. Hey, Justin speaking. Hello, Justin speaking. It's the Game on Oz team here. How are you, mate? Hey, boys. How are we? Good, mate. Hey, Justin. Oh, far out. Great, thank you. This is pretty exciting, Justin. Now, you are live on Twitch right now. Oh, I've been watching. It's been a great episode so far. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you're right. Great. I think yeah, you're spot it's been pretty on. Pretty good, um, mate. Really excited to talk to you. So, for a bit of um, uh, Agroots, by the way, says hi. Do you know Agroots, Justin? Uh, I do. Eventually, he's the he's a legend. <laughs> Skittles, Skittles is in here. Hey guys, guys! Bloody new high score. <laughs> 
23 viewers on Twitch right now. It's a bloody, yes. it's a belter. It's not about the numbers, though. It's not about the numbers. Um, Justin, bloody welcome, mate. Uh, so what happened, guys, is a little while ago, I just out of the blue received a message from these guys called Quantum Energy Drink. Um, I think I saw you guys post something on Twitter, and I was like, well, that looks kind of cool. It's pretty interesting because... Well, I'll let you tell the story, but um, I wanted to get you guys on just to come and have a chat and tell us a little bit about Quantum Energy Drink at Quantum, Q-U-N-T-M underscore N-R-G, um, because we just love innovation in this industry. So, Justin, tell us about Quantum Energy Drink. Uh, so, me and my brother-in-law basically got fed up with what was available on the market, took a field and all that sort of stuff, taking ages to come from the States and decided... We could do that, and yeah, we did. It took 18 months of research and getting the formula right and the taste, but yeah, here we have it. Look at this. I have a couple oh, of tubes. Oh, it's, you've been hiding right. those. Yeah, check it out. So we oh, have a couple cool. of tubes Very in the cool. studio right now. Have been having a crack at these, mate. This oh, is a tablet. This is pretty good. Um, nice design. Uh, so essentially, these look like Barocca. Like Barocca yeah. yeah. Like when you when you pull them out, they come in packs of ten, um, yep. and they're effervescent tablets, um, mate. It's you. The way that you say it, you say to yourself, uh, you know, we figured cool. we could do something like that, so we did. It's not that easy though. Nah, definitely not. So tell us a little bit about what goes into it. Where did you even start? Um. Well. A lot of research. So we basically had to lay out what we wanted. We wanted something a bit more portable, easy to use, break it in half, chuck it in a, a water bottle if you're on the go. Um, so we had to sort of figure out, all right, effervescence would work. So how do we go about that? Um, got on to a lady in, from WA as well who could design a formula for us um, and then went about it that way. So... Um, obviously sugar-free, um, low in calories, perfect for any gamer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about sitting around all day and, you know, putting on even more weight by having bulk sugar and stuff like that. So Tell me about it. And no crash like you would with other energy drinks too. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, no, nah, so it's been a ripper. Um, Lanks662 is watching. He says, yeah, the Quantum Boys and Ag Roots is there. Okay, boys, take one now. Let's see how pumped you are in 30 I minutes. I have a glass of water. <laughs> I pop, pop it in your, if, have you got enough water in there to pop it in and have a yeah. bit of a crack? Go on, have a belter. Uh, I don't have water, I'm, and I'm not going to pop it in my Red Bull. <laughs> do I need to sign a waiver at all? It is a sugar-free. Uh, it is a sugar-free. Can you just, uh, honestly, can you just pop one on your tongue and suck on it? Uh, I wouldn't advise it. No. Way. <laughs> so how long? Try, how long have the you, green. How long have you guys been working on this product for before you uh, you launched it for market? Uh, yeah, it would have been around eighteen months ago, or eighteen months, and we launched sort of December last year, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, just been going. Since and then. how's it been received, mate? Who's who's out there? Are you guys moving packages? How's it going? Yeah, we've had our overwhelmingly, our overwhelmingly good response. Um, getting a lot of people coming back wanting more. Everyone wants more flavours. And yeah, no, we've been blown away by the response and the community feedback. So I like the effervescence. Mm. As, as we speak, it's on stream at the moment. Um, Stix is showing off the effervescence. It's kind of <laughs> nice with the bubbles. Oh, yeah. So what do you guys do or what did you do before you started getting stuck into this and stuck into uh, energy drinks for the gaming community? 
Uh, I was in air conditioning and refrigeration for 10 years. Wow. That's a good sea change. Yeah, that's very a really much good sea change. Yeah. <laughs> and your brother-in-law? Is your brother or brother-in-law? Uh, brother-in-law. And your brother-in-law, what did he do? Uh, he's into esports and traffic control. So. Right. So who came to who with the idea? Uh, I went to him. He had more heavily involved in the esports scene, and I'm just a, more of a casual gamer. Sort of thought, oh, this is a good idea. Yep. Um, seems like it could work. Ran it by him because he's a bit of the brains in the esports side of things. He goes, oh, yeah, that's something that's missing in Australia for sure. And yeah, we just, 18 months later, here it is. Mm. It's good stuff. Just waiting for a thing. Um, <laughs> Justin, why did you decide to go down the tablet format as opposed to like a carbonated beverage? Um, well, we're a bit of a point of difference than anything else that's out there sort of in the esports scene. Mm-hmm. And obviously the size of it, you can carry around 10 of them in your pocket, chuck them in any yeah, bottle of water you might have yeah. or mm-hmm. fill up a cup if you're at a land or anything like that, carrying around tubes or, you know, 10 Red Bulls might be pretty heavy and... <laughs> Mate, I, I think that's I think you've hit it spot on because when you when you go on land or something or go on a, your mate's house to game or something like that, being able to take it in like a little package like this is perfect because I mean I've I like I said the closest thing that I can come to this is the Barocca. and I don't mind those ones where like the tablets in the lid and you undo oh, the, the lid yeah, yeah in, and it yep. drops in because it undoes the the foil that's in there or whatnot. Um, yep. But even those, they're bulky and you can't carry them around. And like when they just... carbonate with the lid on, it spills when you open it up. Exactly, <laughs> right? So these are just a really good idea just yeah. to be able to carry around with you. It's a perfect little package. Um, any other flavours on the way or is it just orange flavour for now? For now, orange, but we're in the works of developing maybe a grape and a watermelon. So um, just going to float it out there to see what people think. If they'll let us know in the chat. That'd be good. We're good to try. We're good to try. Um, Ash Rook oh. is watching right now. He says hello. What do you think? Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's bloody good. It's good, right? That's really good. Yeah. Mm. And I like I like um, you mentioned before. Sticks, no come down. I think that is something that I really, really like. You know, because oh. I remember going to lands and knocking back ten Red Bulls over the course of an evening, and the come down the following day, it's, you just you feel huge. like absolute shit. Mm. Yeah, you're wrecked. Yeah, yeah that's, absolutely. It's, it's got wrecked. a really good flavour in the fact that it's not that uppercut that Barocca is or or the carbonated ones is that that's yeah that's that's a winner mate this is good stuff and it's good to see you guys are innovating and getting stuck into this is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners of the number one gaming podcast in the country well they can use game on odds for 25% off in the store uh, for the rest of the week if they want oh ripper holy shit I didn't didn't even know that (laughs) (laughs) oh you get a winner sound effect Mate, that is freaking cool. That is really, really cool. Thank you very much for that. Um, if people want more information, they can go to quantumenergy.shop uh, and also check you guys out across all social media at Q-U-N-T-M underscore N-R-G. Justin, what a pleasure, mate. Keep us informed in the loop. I see you guys have uh, taken on a couple of sponsorships for some esports teams and stuff like that. It's It's good to see you guys getting out there and um, getting stuck into some real innovation for the esports and gaming scene. Well done, mate. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Unreal. All the best to Cheers, you. Justin. Justin. No worries. Thanks for having us on. See you, mate. Bye. Jeez, there you go. What a legend. That's great. You're going to up your game tonight now. Oh, mate, I'm going to get home and just be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you ever. Um, yes, Agroots. Boom. Boom indeed.
Well, I'll tell you what, I think that's just about it, guys. I think that's going to bloody do us for the evening. I think we're done. I think we're out. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, man, the, the highs and lows of this podcast, I mean, we've had some some great discussions. It's been a roller coaster. It has been a roller coaster. <laughs> it really has. Um, and now we've finished on a real high. Yeah. Literally. Uh, just want to higher than us. say a big thanks to everybody that's been watching the stream. Thank you so much. Uh, for those of you listening across andrewhogue.com, um, over at Podcast One, wherever you get your good podcasts, and of course at Apple Podcasts as well, and you will hear us across the Triple M Network. Thank you for your ears. It's good having you along. You two in particular. Sticks. Historian. It's good fun. Uh, a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, guys. Good night, everybody. Um, have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say... Don't forget to save. Don't forget to bloody save.